Hey guys, it's Danny K. Just wanted to let you know before the show starts, you can find us on Twitter at NTNPod. You can get all the updates for the show there. We are currently working on getting onto Spotify as well as getting onto Android. If you already see us on Android devices, let us know. You can go ahead and follow us on all of our Twitch pages. The links are down below, and so is all the information. Enjoy, guys. Welcome to Next to Nothing, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and unmute and undeafen myself from the chat, and I should be able to be heard and hear my co-stars here. Can you guys, in fact, hear me? I can hear you. I can hear awesome. your face. Awesome. <laughs> Turn this on here. We are live. We are live. Yeah. How's it going, guys? Hey, going good. Good, man. Good, awesome. How's your guys' uh, Tuesday? I forgot. forgot what day it was. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good day then. Either it's here or it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Hopefully you guys are doing well. Uh, we don't have the usual crowd in today. Um, guys, send all the good vibes over to Ren. He, the uh, evacuation on his home was lifted, uh, oh, but he had to stop... Uh, or he couldn't come in today because he has to, you know, catch up and do all the things that happen when uh, you have to evacuate your home due to fire. So, yeah, yep. send him all the good vibes. Um, he uh, will return hopefully next week. But I do have some other people here with me. I'm gonna let him introduce themselves. We'll start with uh, we'll start with our regular, with my co-host. I guess that's me. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey guys, uh, I'm Spectissa um, on Twitch, Spectissa or Twitch.tv slash Spectissa. Um, I am the resident artist and RPG gamer, I suppose. So, yeah, not much to report. You guys pretty much already know that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, our special guest for the day, someone I know pretty well. I'll let him introduce himself, though. Uh, hey, I'm Ned. I'm uh, being paid to be here, and I still haven't received my check yet. <laughs> I'm Wait. serious, Danny. Where is it? <laughs> who uh, who said there's going to be money involved? Uh, I don't know. Hey, my name's Ned. I'm a guy. I uh, talk on the radio in Eastern Iowa, Rock 108, and I'm also an avid gamer ever since uh, 1989. I'm only 31 years old. I'm old. And uh, I'd like to point out, too, by the way, when I was doing my laundry, I stopped by my mailbox, and I'd like to point out that I received my second ever uh, invitation to join AARP at the age of 31. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. It sucks, Danny. Sucks and whatever, man. Hey, it's <laughs> hey Ned. Yes. What were you doing in 1994? <laughs> I swear to God. I was seeing Jurassic Park, and it was great. It was a brand new movie, and it blew everyone's mind. And I was also, if you look in the back there, I have a movie poster for Super Mario Brothers. That was new, too. Shut up. I Get wasn't even a thought. When did I become the old guy? Like, when did that happen? Um, about five years ago. Uh, as long as I'm having fun, age is just a number, man. Age is just a number. <laughs> Dark side all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, guys, welcome to Next to Nothing, the show where we talk about gaming on the cheap, what to waste your time on and not your money. 
Um, Want to just get into it? Absolutely. Yeah, do it. All right. So the game I played, I went back to this game. This is going to kind of tie into what we're going to talk about later. But I did go back to this game. I played it at the beginning of, um, I don't know, maybe March. I played quite a bit of it in March. Uh, and I kind of want to see what was up with it still. And that was a game called Deceit. Mm. Um, so for those who don't know, Deceit is a... Um, it's kind of a social deduction game. You play at... It's a first-person perspective, uh, for those who uh, will see gameplay here shortly. Um, so you have six people. Two of them are... Um, they're called the infected. They're like the they're the killers of the game, and then the rest of them are survivors. So the basic goal for the infected are to kill everybody else, and the survivors need to figure out who they are or who the infected are, and escape. So you go from like you have like three stages in a map. So you go from stage to stage to stage, going around collecting um, items, you know, like a camera, uh, flashlight, and all sorts of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, antidotes, you know, you pick up like an antidote to, uh, heal yourself and whatever else, or not heal yourself, but to, uh, raise people that have been, uh, downed. So the reason I came back to this game, cause it's fun. It's, um, you know, you can, if you play with friends, you can kind of get cheeky and, um, gank them and do all sorts of, you know, stupid shit in the game. <laughs> Like, uh, last night, I played it on stream with uh, Darkseid, Mama Mouthy, Lone Spirit, some other streamers and, and friends. And I, I kind of preyed on Darkseid's um, naivete. And, you know, at the very end, um, there's the exit in the third part of the stage. And the uh, infected can't see... Um, the, the infected can't see where the exit is. <laughs> You know, so I asked him, hey, Darkseid, can you show me the exit? And he's like, I don't see it. And at that moment is when I decided to shoot him. Um, so, you know, it's it, it's one of those games you got a lot of good moments out of it. But I came back to it because I wanted to see what other stuff they had added. And they really hadn't added much. Um, we're watching Shroud's. Uh, gameplay here for anyone that is curious um off of his uh vod um so yeah like they're just uh i was coming back to the game i didn't see that they added any sort of dlc they only added one map um and that was kind of it the the it was still fun the way that the game kind of keeps you going is that there's seasons so that um every like every few weeks or so like basically everyone gets reset um and you have to buy your perks back and there'll be different perks in the tree or in different positions that'll kind of change how the game plays um you know throughout the throughout the, the the lifespan of this game but i was kind of disappointed that there wasn't more added to the game recently like I said, only the one map. There's only one DLC. Like I, the so you pay, you can pay five dollars for a new. For you get a bunch of cosmetic items, but you also get like a, a different. It's the infected are also called terror, so you get a different terror form. 
Um, the, there's three different terraforms right now. There's like the experiment, which is kind of the basic one that has a different power. There's the, um, I think it's called the Yeti that has some different powers. And then there's the werewolf. So I was thinking, you know, in the few months, because I know that the werewolf was really the werewolf DLC was released like a long, a little while ago. I was kind of hope, and it's only five dollars for a free. This is a free to play game with a five dollar DLC. I was thinking maybe they would monetize the game more, but I didn't see any of that. Um, and there really was just the one map that they added that was kind of disappointing. But the game itself, I mean, it's incredibly fun, especially if you have friends. You know, spec. This would be actually something because I know you have a lot of subscribers and a lot of loyal followers and stuff. This would probably mm -hmm. be a game like if you do a subscriber night of this game, <clears throat> there'd probably be a lot of fun to be had. Oh, okay. Uh, um, Sweet. <clears throat> but it is a horror game. I I can't believe Shroud hasn't gotten to gameplay yet. Can I get to gameplay, Shroud? So you can see. <laughs> Please. Please. <laughs> so I guess I can go through just quick what a game looks like if you want. Um, so like the basics of the game, uh, are, uh, you know, four people, six or uh, six people, four survivors, you know, two terrors. Um, the terrors can only transform when it's dark, when the lights go out. So you can, um, and then at that point you have to, the survivors have to find fuses and put them in the box. Uh, terrors can do everything that survivors can't, or uh, survivors can, right? So you can pretend that you're a survivor up until like the very last moment if you wanted. Ooh, um, okay. The way that you kind of figure out who a terror is, is the only way they can transform is by collecting blood or by drinking blood. And you can mm -hmm. hear that and see them do it. So, you know, they have to be sneaky and drink that blood and try to get their, um, <coughs> you know, resource that way. <clears throat> so you know uh dark side is in a corner drinking blood i see him or i hear him and i <laughs> point it out and i shoot him you know fun times had by all <laughs> fun, times. Yeah, fun times fun fun so yeah i didn't realize this was free to play though yeah this is so a free you said yeah this uh, is a free to play with five dollar dlc yeah which because <clears throat> it is such a fun game the the core gameplay loop can get a little repetitive mm -hmm. um which kind of is a downfall of this game. This is very much not like, I know a few people that main this game. Like this is the one that they're always playing every night. Um, but for me, this is like a once in a month game. Kind of, you know, get a couple people who haven't played this in a while and it'll be like your once a month game. Um, and mm -hmm. I think in order for this game to be more than that for me they definitely need more content even if i don't buy all the content you know maybe if they they discount the the werewolf dlc to maybe 250 and then add maybe two five dollar dlcs like that would be a lot better mm -hmm. um and maybe if they add a couple more maps because <clears throat> they have they have uh like a laboratory they have a hospital they have a manor or i guess it's called the asylum they have a manor and they have some woods what is that four maps Laboratory, Asylum, Manor, Woods. That's four maps, yeah. So, if, you know, maybe they add a few more maps. They don't need to add more <clears throat> characters because there's only six people and the characters don't matter. The characters are just skins and a way to re refer to each other. You know, it's like if I'm, if I'm, there's a character called Chang. It's like, 
hey, I saw that Chang drink blood. I'm like, no, you didn't. You saw that was the Alex, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I've kind of said, I'm, I feel like I'm a little rambly and disjointed on this. I've kind of said what I've needed to say about the game. I just, you know, definitely fun. It runs on a lot of machines. Um, it's fun to gank your friends in it. <laughs> um, there's been a couple. Do you play I, with a controller? I do not. No, I play keyboard and mouse. Um, I will say, like, this game, it is incredibly fun. Like, the most viewed clip on my channel is from this game. And it's a moment where um, my mod, Eggy, and I are trying to escape. We're at the very end of the map. There's another streamer who we play with, not today, who I've known is infected. I've called him out several times. I th finally think I down him. Somebody gets him up, and then the lights go out. He eats the other person, and then before the lights go out, he or lights come back on, he transforms, waits for his enrage to kick in as we're escaping. Transforms, I, fla I, you know, I hit him with a flash from my camera, juke out of the way, and he gets Aggie as I escape. My most viewed clip on this channel. Is that, like I is told that you. Moment. Yeah. No, I think you hear me say that too. It's like, I, I told you. I knew it was him the entire time. Oh, um, man. So that's, yeah, I mean, it's great for moments like that. Like, if you want just memorable moments, this game is it, you know? It's, um, you know, like Dead by Daylight in that aspect where it's, you know, you get some great moments, whether it's somebody sandbagging you or, um, you know, if you, you know Mama Mouthy Spectissa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> how loud she gets. <laughs> you know how mouthy Mouthy is. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, it, it's very entertaining to play with her. I can imagine. And I'm, I'm jumpy. I don't know if you guys played, uh, I think we were playing, what, Friday the 13th or whatever? Uh, like way back when. Ah. Uh, I played with her and I, I screamed a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if there's any um, jump scares, or I'm, I mean, even Darkseid uh, has played uh, Dead by Daylight with me and I, mm. I tend to freak. <laughs> yeah. So this would be very fun to stream. I don't know. I don't know if I'd play it if I wasn't for that entertainment value, but otherwise, yeah. <laughs> Friday the 13th is one of the most epically, like, broken, but yet wonderfully nostalgic games for me. I know it's kind of going off topic here, but... No, it's fine. I don't, I, oh, man, like... And you just see, like, the different iterations of... I'm a, I'm a horror fanatic, so yeah. when I see the different iterations of Jason Voorhees with, like, the bag on his head and whatnot, oh, yeah. and Tommy Jarvis, I'm like, yes! I remember going to the rental store and renting all these movies and telling my mom, it's just a kid's movie, no big deal. And then I'd just watch like people and boobs. It was a good time. So wait, 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 wait. There's something I want to latch on there. Mm -hmm. What is a video store? You know what, Danny? You just shut Dude, the hell up. I, no, okay. <laughs> Even I remember when I was little, like the best Friday night ever was picking up pizza, going to the video rental store, and getting like two or three, and then there would always be the section with like a Chucky doll that, like, my dad said, "Don't go in that section." <laughs> oh yeah, and then the, uh, and then there's always a section with the beaded curtain that said, "No kids allowed." Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we went back there already. Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> we had to. So honestly, like the, that whole like, you know, it, oh, we are so off topic. I'm sorry, but like no, going good. in the video rental store and like kind of seeing the 
first section is one reason why I love horror stuff because it was like bad don't go over there but I'm like but I want to yeah you telling me not to go there makes me want to go there more oh the yes forbidden yeah. fruit is always the sweetest mm, yes indeed <laughs> leather face and glorious but anyway <laughs> anyway but I don't know Friday the 13th was fun but kind of another one of those games that I would only probably play with other people mm. um I definitely don't think it was worth Thirty dollars I spent on it, um, but you know, otherwise I had an okay time. But this is something I think I would be more inclined to play because it's free, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, well, and you know, it's the appeal to me. I, you know, I don't actually enjoy being infected all that much. Um, really? <clears throat> I mean, there's been a couple times where it definitely is like, oh yeah, like especially if there's newer players i enjoy being infected because i can just gank them um mm -hmm. they don't know all the items yet and you know like there's an item it's it's a lethal injection you know so it's really fun where like if i know <clears throat> nobody knows what the lethal is i'll grab the lethal or i'll have somebody give me the lethal and i'll i'll kill whoever i think it is um mm -hmm. or if i'm infected i'll just kill whoever i want <laughs> you know <laughs> um <clears throat> but then to you know be like, hey, can someone help me out here? And then transform on them, even though I know that they're going to, like, scream in our Discord, it's him, it's Danny. <laughs> it doesn't matter because they're not going to be able to find me. I'll sneak away. I'll go collect more blood and, you know, um, kill him in the next <laughs> in the next thing. Right. Um, Honestly, um, listening to kind of like, I haven't, I haven't played this at all, obviously, mm -hmm. but this is actually what I thought the basis for Dead by Daylight was. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, just kind of, like, hearing the descriptions of both of them. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously, it's it's different because there isn't that element of once you figure out who it is, it doesn't really matter because they're still going to kill you. But yeah. for this one, it, it does kind of have that stealth factor, which mm -hmm. I do like because, um, you know, we were we were talking earlier that you always, uh, what, played Druids? I always play the Rogue, you mm -hmm. know, so, it, you know, that aspect is very attractive to me. Um, I, I definitely like that gameplay mechanic. Um but I, I also, I don't know, um, you said that each of the characters basically just have different, it's basically just different skins. They don't have yeah. different abilities or anything. Yeah. Um, is this a pretty, is this a relatively new game? Do you think that they will maybe eventually add different abilities for different characters? Or um, Let me see. Let me see when this game was released. Because um, I don't think this is all that new. Uh, is there like a Wikipedia article where I can just see when this was released um i mean it might be like uh <laughs> release date march 3rd 2017 so it's been about a year mm. um and i think it's just meant to be a casual game i don't think it has a bunch of um i don't think it's meant to be because like dead by daylight like the comparison to dead by daylight is uh you know there's a lot of meta to Dead by Daylight, you know, between the perks and the items and the killer abilities, and, you know, and... Yeah. There's a lot of meta that I just don't understand with Dead by Daylight. I just let Darkseid... No, I totally that. get that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, same. I always ask them what to put my points in, so... Uh, the the guy... The guy who had a three-hour hatch standoff with... <laughs> that... Killer. Oh, my God. I heard about that. That's hilarious. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, so Ned, you just probably need to hear this story. So Dead by Daylight, there's a there's a thing called the Hatch where you uh, survivors can escape from, uh. and uh, Darkseid 
uh, one of our friends was streaming, and the killer was trolling him, and then they, there's kind of like this this standoff that happens. It's like whoever moves first loses. Mm-hmm. And so they both sat there for three hours. Jesus. <laughs> he was streaming too. He sat there on. Oh, they're both <laughs> streaming. I didn't know they were both streaming at the time. Well, no, Darkseid was streaming. Oh, okay. Like, I at the very end, at the very end, the guy said. I would have let you go, but you had the t.tv thing. See, that's why you don't put that in your name. Like, <laughs> here's here's something I want to talk about real quick because somebody stream sniped me last night, and I said, "Okay, stream snipe me. That's fine. Just realize you're a piece of shit for stream sniping and that you're cheating." Mm-hmm. And then I promptly reported him. Yeah, Burn. I'm like, just like, and his friend came in sorry for the stream. Sni- the guy. Well, he also said. um, well, if you don't want stream snipe, don't put t.tv in your name. I'm like, or you could just not be a piece of shit and not cheat. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, for me, I don't put it. I, I think the only thing I have that in my name is with Fortnite because I really could not care less about Fortnite. You know, so I, I yeah. So like, <laughs> I I play Fortnite casually, and occasionally I get people that kill me or I kill them. Yeah. That will then come in my stream and be like, hey, you know, but. Pretty much anything else, I just don't want the attention, you know, because it's usually not good. I don't care about necessarily about it. Um, I, I do get pissed when people do cheat <laughs> just to, like, stream snipe me. And, uh, you know, I did stop playing this game a little bit because of a, a known harasser. I literally ended up in a game um, with somebody that harassed me, Mouthy and, and Proc and a couple of us other streamers. And yeah. I came back, like, after two weeks of not playing this game. And the first game I got this guy, and literally in the pregame, um, in the pregame chat, the guy typed out, "Oh, hey, look, it's a guy that I stream snipe." I'm <laughs> like, "Really?" Stream snipe. What yeah. a dick. I'm like, yep. "Well," and I recognize his name, and I so I I said out loud in the chat, me and him were both on the same team. I said out loud in the chat, like, "Hey guys, I don't like this dude. We're on the same team. We're both infected. Come kill us." Like I didn't, you know. Yeah, I, right. I, kind of a dick move, but um, hey, man, <laughs> he kind of he kind of earned it. He yeah, was I would say so. First person to get banned on my chat. <laughs> yeah, well, there um, you go. But uh, kind of detracting away from that, is this game worth your time? Yeah, it is. It it, it is fun. You know, um, get some get you know six friends and really enjoy a fun time. You know, make moments. That's kind of what this game is for. I, I don't recommend playing with randos all that often. You, you can. It's just not as enjoyable. Right. Uh, people can be really dickish <laughs> in this game. And there's a lot of screaming, too. Like, I've had, like, a bunch of, like, Russian kids just calling me, like, a lot of vile names. Like, just spamming their mics. It's like, ugh. In Russian? <laughs> uh, in poor English. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was hoping you'd, like, break out into, like, a Russian, like, swearing banter and i'm not getting uh, that right now oh yeah. yeah no i am very fluent in russian just i i just thought so i screaming I mean, you know guy from the midwest <laughs> <laughs> must know russian absolutely <laughs> little did you know i'm actually a russian sleeper agent oh now we know now we oh know. okay Shh, don't yeah. tell anybody <laughs> right it's not like this is going out anywhere um <laughs> that's but... what you think <laughs> wait shit are we live mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah no it's uh it's a good game it's fun 
far out. Yeah. You guys have any questions oh. about it that I could like answer? <laughs> <laughs> no, like pretty much like that was all I asked. Um, pretty much games like this, I definitely like to play with the controllers. So mm -hmm. hopefully it, it's smooth with that. Um, I think I'm going to have to probably give it a shot myself before I can kind of make this point. But, mm -hmm. you know, I kind of feel you when you're like saying Dead by Daylight is almost like, I, I forgot exactly what you said, but kind of with the so many mechanics and so many layers that it for a casual player, it's almost overwhelming. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of hope that, you know, this isn't on the other end of the spectrum that it's like underwhelming, even for, you know, a casual player. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense. But if both you and Darkseid actually give it you know, <laughs> some time, then it must be pretty decent, at least for both of you, because I know Darkseid, for example, you know, is very into Dead by Daylight, you yeah. know, but if he still finds enjoyment in it, and, you know, you are all kind of a little bit more aligned with me, then I want, I want to give it a shot, but, like, I don't know, I, I love just characters being different, so mm -hmm. I, I guess I'll have to, like I said, kind of get in there and try that. Um, but it is a little weird that they, you know, didn't take that opportunity to make like almost different classes because even if, I don't know, I feel like there's like a lot of potential with that idea and yeah. the fact that they're not like even, even making it into an almost like, like, I don't really want to say a DLC pack, but almost like an upgraded version that is yeah. kind of given out like DLC, they could probably make more money on it. So casual players can play the free game and then... Yeah people who kind of want to do it almost a little bit more competitive can kind of add those extra layers if they want to. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Like I said, I don't really have like a lot of say on it because I haven't played it. So I don't want to like say something that's like, Oh, that's not right. Well, it's like, yeah, I don't know, but I'm, I'm definitely give it a shot for like my community nights because I definitely want to play games with people. And that mm -hmm. seems like it's not Fortnite. So <laughs> yeah, um, I will say there is some, there is like a small meta just between the terrors, and I kind of see what you what you're getting at with the classes. Like maybe if they had like three classes for survivors, where it's like, but there's like the perk tree, too. Like there is like you can get perks as you progress through. So there is like a s slight meta where it's like, hey, like the like one of the perks is called detective. It's one of the top tier perks, where it tells you how long it's been since that's been the like the blood bag has been drank. There's a couple other things that you can kind of, like, make a build. Um, <clears throat> so there is some of that meta there. Um, so, yeah, like, maybe if they expanded that out, like, made some more more terrors, that would probably be better, for sure. Right. Um, yeah. Sweet. Do we want to move on from Deceit, or do you have Real you quick, yeah. being a casual gamer, the more and more. Um, I, you know, I, I used to be a little more hardcore, obviously, and uh, I don't know. I mean, when it comes to games, I the more pick-up-and-play for me nowadays is a lot more my type of thing. And when you were talking about it, it kind of sounds like that game Dying Light. Am I kind of in the uh, in the wheelhouse there? Dying Light. Is that the zombie survival one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. kind of where you have the stat boosting and stuff and whatnot and stuff. Am I, am I in the wheelhouse? There's some there's some stat boosting perks and stuff like that, but this is it's more social deduction. It's like playing Mafia, mm -hmm. uh, you know the card game. Um, yeah, yeah. Or not necessarily a card game, but yeah, it's more like that. Trying to figure out who is the infected. You know, is it Ned and Speck? Why are they okay. following? Why are they looking at me that way? Why are they following behind? And then all of a sudden, I'm dead. <laughs> That's, That's pretty cool. I think I could get behind that. I mean, it's one of those things where it's kind of take a little bit of time. And mm -hmm. Once you get the hang of it, all of a sudden it's a very enjoyable game. 
unlike Fortnite, my favorite <laughs> game of all time. Absolutely. I can't Got get. It. I can't. I am the next ninja. <laughs> um, I will say, uh, this game is only on PC. So sorry to console Linux and uh, Apple users. <laughs> Not available to you. My my deepest sympathies because <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> um, yeah. That's that's that. Anything else on, on this game? Any questions? I think I got it, man. On my end, at least. Yeah, yeah I'm good. <laughs> okay. So we'll go ahead. We'll, uh, Spec, what have you been playing? So I've been playing, and some of you in chat, I am using from my stream last night. I started playing Rogue Legacy, and I don't have too terribly much to say on the game, apart from the, it is not exactly what I was expecting it to be. Um, yeah, I was about to say, uh, Raxel11 also said in chat, who plays games on a Mac? And I was actually going to say, like, that's another topic for another time. <laughs> who plays games on the Mac? Um, anyway. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I, don't, um, no, I don't play no games on no Mac. This thing is for streaming purposes only, and it sucks. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't. I already want to switch to Android. I don't even. But anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Different story. Um, yeah, so pretty much I was just like perusing on Steam and I saw this game was on sale for $3 and I was like, hey, I want to, I needed to review a bit of a cheap game. So I, I picked it up. Plus I love, you know, the medieval aesthetic and it's kind of cracking me up because uh, the knights with the uh, purple feather actually look shockingly similar to my own logo. Um, so I kind of think that that's kind of funny. I'll spam a little bit of that in chat. But um, so, you know, I, I really, this game but i was not expecting it to be as difficult as it is you know so i was actually right before the podcast playing it a little bit myself and i i've probably put about um looking at steam right now about six hours into this thing in just the past like two days and i feel like i've hardly gotten anywhere with it and um it's pretty much you the idea behind it is really really unique um pretty much once you die you that character is dead like there is no coming back there's no responding as that character and each uh once you die you have to choose an heir to continue the game with and you uh, have the choice of three children and the children are also knights and they have different abilities but pretty much you know some combinations of abilities will pop up multiple times but there's no guarantee of that i'm sure it's like randomly generated and each um, knight will also have a trait. And the trait can range from having uh, colorblindness to being gay. So, Go yeah, ahead. so, yeah, so, um, you know, you can kind of see here that uh, uh, trying to choose the air, um, and you have to kind of weigh the, you know, see that one actually was a trait gay, but <laughs> trait end of more, uh, it says you're so heavy, enemies can't knock you back. So that's like, that would be kind of like a positive thing. Um, and then there's another one that is like, I think it's like vertigo and you're literally mirrored and flipped upside down. And that's how you have to play the level. So like, you know, usually you have to kind of strategically choose which of the errors that you want to continue with. Um, and it's not that intuitive because it took me probably about running through 15 poor children and murdering them before I realized kind of how to even slowly progress and pretty much you have to get coins to um upgrade the air before you go into the castle but your even your money doesn't roll over 
uh, because every time you enter the castle, you have to give up all the money that you earned previously if you didn't spend it on upgrades. So it's a very frustrating game because, you know, it kind of takes away that, um, you know, like, oh, it's fine. I'll just respawn at the last checkpoint. Everything will be okay. You know, you're you're going to be losing money. You might lose this combination of a warrior that you really like. Um, some upgrades don't roll over. Some of them do. And I don't know. It's a really, really unique concept. And it's definitely, you know, well, it's Rogue Legacy, but, you know, it's that roguelike platformer and plaque platformer. Oh. <laughs> I can platformer. speak. I, I, I can speak. I promise. <laughs> and, um, you know, I love this style of game. Like, I'm actually working on my own project uh, in game dev, you know, that's going to be this style of game. So, I love it, but it's frustrating as hell, you know? So you can spend hours in it and feel like you haven't gotten anywhere. And, um, you know, for $3, this is absolutely worth it. I think, I think Dragon Master in chat, um, said, uh, in my, in my stream last night that it's worth it at the full price, let alone $3, absolutely grab it. And, um... You know, I think this is I think this is like the second or third. I forgot the company that made this, but this company specializes in bullet hell games. So um, there's definitely that bullet hell aspect with a lot of the enemies. But I like like six hours in this game, I haven't successfully won a boss fight, and I've only gotten to two boss fights. Like it's that difficult. Even the minions are crazy hard. So yeah. <laughs> um I, I don't like i said i don't really have too much to say on it because i feel like i haven't gotten that far and i don't want to give it you know a bit of a review because i feel like i haven't spent enough time with it but you know six hours later i'm wanting to spend more time with it so i feel like that in itself is a good sign mm -hmm. um yeah i don't i don't know if anyone else has played this game or have heard about it um, I know a I've heard about it, I've never rogue light games or wrote, you know, obviously this is rogue legacy. Um, but I've never played rogue legacy, uh, but I have played a couple rogue light games. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, someone did have a question here and I think this is actually kind of interesting. How difficult would you rate it? Um, I guess it depends on like what that scale is. I mean, I currently am playing through the Dark Souls series and I've like starting to lovingly refer to this as Pixel Dark Souls. So, you know, um is it as difficult as Dark Souls? Maybe. <laughs> you know, it, it depends on like what you classify as hard. Um b believe it or not, I feel like Dark Souls is more forgiving if that puts anything mm -hmm. in perspective because there's at least a bonfire right you know like there isn't a bonfire here and you even to i think um you know you can't even learn the levels of the castle because the castle changes each time you die so yeah. it's not like okay well this time i'll get through this room that room is probably going to be something different next time unless you mine enough gold to keep it the same for a second run and then it's going to reset again mm -hmm. so it's it's about equally frustrating as Dark Souls, and I, I don't know if it, it seems even more so, because with Dark Souls, you expect that. <laughs> but with this one, it's just like, oh, this is a cute game. Let me just murder all these children, <laughs> you know? So yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. the children. So yes. I, I don't really know a rating that I would give it, but I'd say 
you know, like I said, I classify it kind of with Dark Souls in some respects. <laughs> the the game I think of that well that I know I've played with the most roguish elements is uh, Kingsway, mm. which it, it's it's very Kingsway is very strange because it's kind of set up like a like an old operating system like a Windows ninety five kind of right. setup. But you know the whole like there's death, uh, permadeath, and like you don't. Uh, Kingsway is forgiving in the fact that you can take uh, it's called the memento, so you can take like one of the top items. Um, it's you know you can t you take one of the top items from that character, you can use it on a different character si situation. Mm -hmm. So there is like some progression in that, but you know, from for the most part, you start you know every run uh, new. But the, you know these rogue, rogue, uh, rogue light games or rogue like games are usually unforgiving in that, uh, in that spot, and I don't particularly care for that. Yeah, <laughs> um, that's not that's not something I I particularly like myself. Huh, okay. Um, I just have a hard See, time. Yeah, I, I kind of love it honestly. Yeah. Because I kind of feel like a lot of games nowadays are uh, a little bit too forgiving. Yeah. Um, oh, like so for you're example, just a masochist. I, I guess I just am, you know, like, for example, in that room, you could only open that fairy chest if you took no damage and the room is covered in spikes. So even one hit, you're not able to open that chest to get that item. Yeah. So, you know, I, I guess, yeah, I guess I am just a bit of a guess, but it's just like, I don't know, like a lot of games, for example, Skyrim got to the point where it's almost not fun for me because the stakes aren't high enough. So yeah. that's why I'm starting to prefer Dark Souls and I'm starting to lean more towards rogue games. And this is the style of game that I would like to work on developing because, mm. you know, it is interesting. You know, I've seen games that, um, you know, you only have a certain amount of, um, I think, either a certain amount of like checkpoints that you can choose at any point during your journey. Or like, for example, I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Deliverance. Mm. Uh, that game is you know, more forgiving than Dark Souls, but for you can't save all the time. You actually have to buy an item if you want to save the game. Yeah. So, um, you know, I love that game mechanic because I feel like that kind of makes it a little bit more immersive because, you know, if the stakes aren't high, why would you even care? So yeah. I, know, I appreciate it. I know in terms of, like, Pokemon or Skyrim, I'm, I am to the point where I start. In Pokemon, it's called a Nuzlocke, where you... Where you do the you know if a, if a pokemon is fainted or knocked out it's dead and you have to release it right um in skyrim i do like a forced hardcore like if i die i've done it re i haven't done it recently but i've done it before i do a fallout as well or if i die then that character is dead that's the end of the journey and i have to mm -hmm. restart you know i've done that um because yeah you're right a lot of those games are a little too easy the stakes aren't high enough so um, well, like, kind of, for example, like, how many people do you hear, like, saying, yeah, you know, I played through Skyrim, but it's like, you know, I played through the entire Dark Souls series in a week, you know, mm -hmm. so it's like that, <laughs> you know, a little bit of a bragging factor, you know, and yeah. I'm not even that competitive when it comes to games, but, you know, it's so much more rewarding to me, I guess, mm -hmm. and it's it's a lot more fun. Yeah. Well, and it makes, and I want to make these games a lot more replayable, like, how many people do you know that have done skyrim you know more than maybe twice not me but you know maybe i'm an outlier because yeah I, I know <laughs> i i know i've done different playthroughs of skyrim i've actually gotten to the point where i don't even play through the the main story quest i'll come mm -hmm. up with a character and i'll play a couple of quests 
like uh, like the last one I did, I did the companions and the and a couple other like little quests. But like I yeah, I've gotten to the point in, in Skyrim where I don't even do the main quest anymore. Yeah, well, I've uh, barely ever played Skyrim. You've never mm. played Skyrim? I've played it, oh. but not enough to like. I maybe for like thirty minutes. Okay. See, I have, I have a mural in my room at my parents' house that's all Skyrim, so I, I'm a little obsessed. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's me and Zelda, so, I mean... Yeah. Oh, this uh, this area in the game right here, I've only, like, stuck my head in, and then I immediately died. <laughs> once, by the way. So, yeah, and see, the he just found a blueprint, which mm. is going to allow you to upgrade armor if you also have the gold for it. So you can't just buy stuff you have to find the blueprint for it first and mm. pay for it so you know there's a lot of there's a lot of levels it's, it's frustrating as hell but yeah. um was this your you know, first like, roguelite game that you put no um i used to play a lot of this you know like genre in high school mm -hmm. um i none of the titles honestly kind of come to mind because it's been so long mm -hmm. uh but you know it's I don't know. It's this this one kind of had a, a bit of a different, I guess, flair. Maybe it's because I've played a lot more games since then, mm -hmm. you know, and I actually care enough to keep trying because I feel like if I if I came across this in high school, I'd be like, this sucks, you know, and like you know, I, I would stop playing because I, I I'd get frustrated with it. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, um, but you know, kind of talking about, you know, different reasons like why you play like this isn't a game that i'm going to want to sit down and relax with but neither is dark souls right but like if i want to just kind of you know zone out for a little bit and you know just play a game i'm probably going to lean more towards skyrim or kingdom come deliverance or you know whatever but mm -hmm. so you know i feel like some people maybe like the challenge aspect of it and like hey i want to do speed runs or i want to do you know take no damage runs like you can't really do stuff like that with skyrim and i'm because I feel like it wouldn't really be that big of a deal. Like maybe if you had it on like the, what is it like the ultimate godly difficulty, that'd be one thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I, I guess it's, and I'm, I'm also kind of in the, in the boat where I feel like you shouldn't have to do difficulty in a game for it to be fun, if that makes sense. So, um, because like, for example, when I was talking about slime rancher, you know, I said, you know, it was a nice game to zone out with, but even at that level, it was too easy and boring, you know? So I kept wanting to scale up the difficulty, but I couldn't because that wasn't an option. So I don't know. I guess I feel like I have a lot more to say on this type of game than this game specifically because I haven't gotten that far. But um, I don't know. I'm probably going to have to try to pick up more games like this. And, you know, maybe this will be kind of something I look more at because, like I said, I really would you know, with like some of my projects to actually kind of be modeled after this type of 32 bit rogue style. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm excited. But yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Cause I don't, I don't, I didn't get far. So, yeah. <laughs> well, Ned, what have you been playing? Well, I've, you know, I, I hear a lot of different games and, um, you know, a lot of the games I'm playing right now are, uh, I'm a console gamer. I'm not much of a PC guy because one, I can't afford a nice PC. So there's that. <laughs> but besides that, um, if I could, I would absolutely. But if you go into my second bedroom, it's loaded with books from my wife because she's a librarian mm. and a shitload of video games, like all cartridges and virtual boys and whatnot. So I'm an old schooler. 
And I like that old school sense. When I'm looking at Rogue Legacy, I kind of have that same feeling out of like that side scroller platform with a lot of different abilities. Um, that being said, there's a game that I played for a while and I love to this day. And I'm a big YouTube guy. I love watching Game Grumps, Angry Video Game Nerd, all those guys. And Angry Video Game Nerd released a game a bunch of years back called uh, Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures. Okay. And it's a side-scroller platforming game that is known for it being just a hilarious and difficult game. Um, takes a lot of practice, takes a lot of... And it's only like $10 or so. That's where you can get it on like Wii U, you can get it on Steam. They actually have a sequel on Steam that was not released on console, so that's unfortunate. But besides <laughs> releasing the console... Um, you know, it, 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 it follows a lot of the tropes of the Angry Video Game Nerd YouTube series, which has a lot of inside jokes and p highlighting a lot of the facts of a lot of crap that we dealt with with side scrollers back in the 90s and late 2000 and early 2000s of like hard to jump gaps, death blocks, dying left and right. But also the character is making fun of all said things in these games. And if you watch the series like myself, you'll see a lot of these different things kind of pop up. Be like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. But even if you're not a fan of Angry Video Game Nerd uh, web series, it's a really solid platformer, um, really good controls. It's best played with a controller, but you can play it with a, uh, with a keyboard, too. Um, you use a gun, and you shoot all the different types of things that are side-scrolling. But there's so many sprites. The sprites are well-crafted and just overall, just an overall fun experience. It's such a great throwback, but at the same time, also quality. That being said, like you were saying earlier, Spectus, how difficulty can sometimes make a game fun or not so fun. This game can sometimes make you just want to throw the damn game console through the window. Because <laughs> it, it can get so hard, but that's kind of the point. It's, mm -hmm. it's supposed to be make you angry and supposed to make you laugh. Um, I have yet to play the second one. I heard it's similar to the first one, but... It just wants me to want more kind of things like that with all the weirdness and and especially with all the references and whatnot. It, it makes it a very fun experience. A, a highly suggested game, I would say, um, even if you're newer, older, whatever it may be. It just has that enough ability to piss you off, but also at the same time to have just as much fun as you would with any other game. So, yeah. Angry Video Game Nerd Adventures. I don't have much to say about it. I mean, I've beaten it like two or three times, mm -hmm. and I keep and I keep coming back to it though. That's the weird thing. I keep coming back to it because I want to laugh. Um, definitely not meant for kids, by the way. If, <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a lot of swearing, <laughs> and um, and even just looking at like this uh, intro level right here on the stream. I mean, I'd rather have a brain jizz on my face. I mean, they, they, kids can't read that. Like, that's not good, having brains jizz on your face. But here we are. Uh, <laughs> you know? And then you go to, like, all these different levels that are tributes to, like, Castlevania and, and Mega Man. And then the Atari porn games. We were talking about going to the porn section back in the video store. Imagine that in a video game, but digital and pixelated and gross but it's a weird imagery like that that makes it exciting. Um, like in this one right now, he's going to a horror land, uh, which is like references to Freddy Krueger and Castlevania and Friday the 13th. It's all here. You're seeing the Majora's so, Mask Moon in the background. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Majora's Mask Moon in the, in the back, you know? It's just a fun game that, again, that will piss you off just enough. But it, it, like I said, it keeps me coming back because... 
there's always something that I missed. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of hidden secrets, a lot of things, and unlockable characters that if you do watch the uh, the series, um, there's a lot of unlockable characters that you can play, like Kyle Justin, Mike Matei, which are all characters in the uh, in the game. And some of the bosses that you battle are like... Like, th- there's this guy at the end. Um, one of the episodes, there was a game developer by the name of Fred F-U-C-H-S, but anger video game nerds see like fred fox and he's the final boss you have to beat fred <laughs> fox so it's just like that's weird and it works out but it's stupid and fun and just a mindless side scroller that if you're bored of, of of questing on whatever it may be or in zelda breath of the wild you've just done way too many damn shrines because seriously i've done probably not all the shrines yet um, this is a game that can kind of like shut your brain off for a second mm-hmm. and just kind of have fun. Mindless B-movie game. Think of like that Friday the 13th game we were talking about a little bit ago. Mindless, fun, anger video game nerd adventures. Wow, I'm going to definitely have to give this a shot because um, I- I've never heard of this, but this no is... Guy shockingly similar to my actual game dev idea that I'm working on because my my game dev idea is called nerd life so you actually play as a a nerd of a different class like you get to choose a class of nerd uh and it's it's like it when it's whenever it's done it's going to be like just full of stupid references (laughs) and so you know I hate that I haven't heard of this but at the same time I'm like darn it that was like kind of what I wanted to do you know (laughs) right 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 so maybe I like I should play it and like kind of you know, maybe get some ideas or maybe be like, huh, I don't really like that. So Right. And this one, like I said, is based off of the the whole web series. So you're gonna right. see references left and right to that. So what you're creating will probably be a completely different aspect of that. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Keep going. <laughs> I wanna try the second one though. That's what sucks. I wanna try the second one, but Ned doesn't have a PC. Mm. He wants a PC, but he doesn't have a PC. It's okay. It's okay, Ned. Someday, someday. Well, you know, the, we need we need the token console guy to come on every once in a while. Need the what? We need the token console guy to come on every once in a while. I'm the token console guy, man. I've got, you know, look <laughs> back there. I've got Switch and the uh, PS4 and the Xbox One and a mini Super Nintendo that I hacked shit in it. So it's good. Yeah. It's the only I way to do switch. it, man. <laughs> it's Switch so bad. We, we talked about this last time I was on this show, and uh, I like it. <laughs> uh, but that's that's me. That I, I I'm a Nintendo fanboy. Remember the Nintendo controller Ooh. tattoo on the arm. It is what I grew up with. It was my first console I ever had, along with the Atari, and it was fun. Ooh. Yes. Oh yeah, good. I think my first was GameCube. Don't say that, dude. You're freaking me out. <laughs> In the original yeah. Xbox brick, but. Oh well, yeah. Oh, Dragon Master saying Genesis over Nintendo. I will slightly agree with that because Genesis does what Nintendo don't sometimes. Ooh, Nintendo don't. <laughs> that was a 1990s marketing slogan. Hold on, let me <laughs> let me pull up my AARP card real quick, and we'll uh, we'll chat about it for a little bit. <laughs> so after but the podcast, overall. is me and Danny gonna <laughs> drop Ned off? At- home? Yeah, drop me <laughs> off at the retirement village. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but you know, okay, angry video game over in a couple adventure. minutes. Okay, good. Yeah, bring the people in white coats. Um, but besides that, though, like I said, it's it's just a fun game, and uh, if you can kind of notice here on the screen, you're seeing these death blocks. That's one hit kill. 
And oh, when, shit. so you have to be really quick and also very careful to move when you're in these death blocks areas. Otherwise, you'll get sent back to the middle of the game, not the beginning or uh, the middle of the level that you're currently in. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the power ups are beer because beer is good. Beer and, is good. <laughs> and, and stuff. So, and there's so many of these death blocks in this game, and you just have to be really careful about how you walk, which means you have to be very good about the different, because uh, you could just fall off from a part in the game and then just, boom, death block, dead, death block. explosion, blood everywhere, you know? Oh my god. Death Getting block. very, like, Revenge of the Nerds vibes from the little protagonist dude there. Oh yeah, just, you just, you just watched, he, he, Angry Video Game Nerd is the, weird to say, the original anger. He started in like 2005, 2006 when YouTube was just starting. And I used to watch him in college, and then he became well-known enough to have a game developed about him. Wow. It's, I, th I thought everyone knew the Anger Video Game Nerd. Hold on, let me get my AAP name. I was one. nine yeah, but at that he time. Was not, he was not peak YouTube when I was, uh, when I was just starting to get on YouTube. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, I've, uh, I've hit a Angry Video Game Nerd is now old. <laughs> nah, I mean, he's not. He's certainly still watched. And, like, I... Like, mm -hmm. I was not allowed on YouTube for like most of my like middle school and high school. Yeah, which yeah. would have been like his peak time. So, mm -hmm. um, oh, absolutely. Let's well, see. It, well, Dark Sid right here knows who he's, uh, who James Rolfe is, and that is who the angry video game nerd happens to be. Is a, a kid named a guy named James Rolfe lives in Philadelphia, and it's really and oh, here you go right at the end here. You're fighting bosses, and mm -hmm. he, he died naturally. <laughs> just fighting bosses that are all once again like i said referential to the series and when i think about your game that you're creating by the way spec i'm, I'm interested to see what kind of conceptions you have and I, I really would be interested to hear what you have to say after playing this game right and what you're kind of creating yourself mm -hmm. well this is my first major project so i'm a little i feel like i'm being almost too ambitious mm. but i guess we're gonna i guess we're gonna find out huh <laughs> You can never be too ambitious, man. You just keep rocking forward and moving forward, man. Uh, That's what you do. Mm -hmm. well, that's I all like this land. Oh my Maybe. gosh, look, it's so cute. Oh, this is uh, a looks... land that's based on Mario, as you can tell. Um, and it's just like, he, he basically just smoked a lot of weed or something like that, or he's drunk. And <laughs> you're going through this crazy land that's just... <laughs> Must have been crack when they came up with this. That's another thing, too, man. As you can kind of tell at the bottom, Angry Nerd starts talking about whatever the level and how the game developer developed the game. He, like, criticizes the level as you're playing it. That's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> so that, that's pretty fantastic. I love, like, fourth wall breaks like that. Oh, this is the definition of fourth wall breaks. You can't tell oh, from my, my, my shirt, uh, my I husband know. here. <laughs> <laughs> Deadpool. I dig. Uh, but you know, like I said, that's all I got to really say about Angry Adventures. I mean, it's mm. just a fun, mindless game that you uh, shoot things with uh, an NES zapper. Yeah. So you kind of said something interesting, and I kind of wanted to get this into our next topic here. Um, that you've played this game a couple times, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. So and I was kind of curious because, like I said before, with Deceit, you know, I came back to this game. There's been a couple games I've come back to lately. I'm kind of mm. curious to see hear from you guys. You know, if it's a free to play game or you know whatever, how how many chances do you give a game? 
before like you return it or you uninstall um, or whatever. Um, hmm. So like I, I guess playthroughs or um, like time played, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. So let me let me kind of start with uh, I started playing a game a couple years ago. Or I bought a game. It's an early access still. I bought this two years ago. It's called Squad. It's kind of an Arma light first-person shooter, super tactical, you know, squads of nine people, uh, 64, or I think it's, um, it's 32 v 32 maps, big maps with vehicles, you know, kind of battlefield-esque. And so I've been, I, I kind of went back to this game to kind of see what was up. The game, uh, when I first started playing, they did an optimization update because I was, I was getting like 40 frames on my PC and my PC was pretty new at the time. Mm-hmm. I was getting like 40 frames, maybe lower, and then they came out with an optimization update, and all of a sudden, like the game, I was getting like 70, 80 frames. Uh, you know, not a lot going on, uh, and I was pu- still pulling 60 in like really intense firefights. You know, game's still doing that. I've seen that they've added a couple maps, they've added a couple different classes and stuff like that. But they're like the big problem I have with this game is like the like the social aspect kind of sucks. Um, like, if I wanted to, like, pull you guys, like, I couldn't form a party and just join a server. And I think that's kind of a, um, like, an issue that <laughs> Ned is playing with this. Go on, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, go on. Right. I'm, just, I'm um, listening. Uh, but, yeah, no, it was, um, like, you know, like, in Battlefield, you can pull, you know, you can you can form parties and enter games and stuff like that. And I almost wonder if that's just with this game that it just doesn't, or that's not available because of the player base. Mm-hmm. But it still says that it's an alpha. I bought the game three years ago. I have uh, about a hundred hours in it, and it's just like, why is this game still? Why are they still, still saying alpha. they're an alpha? Right. Yeah. Like what? Someone are they... forgot to delete that thing. Well, this is like, it's like the. It shows you all the controls as you enter a game. Mm. It, it shows you, you know, V is for local chat. B is for you know, group chat. WASD one two three four five. You know if you're uh, if you're a squad leader because the squad leader has to communicate with the other leaders and they all have stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just one of those things where I I've, I came back to it. I, I kind of get ragey at this game anyways because it it is a tactical shooter. It's like where is the enemy? Can someone give me a bearing? You know, it's got the compass just like Fortnite and PUBG, and it's like. Oh, they're at 220. Okay, so I'm looking at 220, not seeing any, not seeing anyone. Then oh, I'm dead. Snipe. Someone got me. Right. I get really right. rangy with this game, so it's just like, fuck again. That's like the third time I haven't seen a fucking enemy. Somehow they see me. So Sounds get, like a normal day in Fortnite for me. Yeah. So it gets really. <laughs> I get kind of rangy with this game, and like I, I, I went into this game wanting like. I I I gave Arma three one chance. And my PC couldn't handle Arma 3 at lowest settings, and the Arma 3 layout is so wonky to me that like I have accidentally killed I accidentally killed myself like three times, even play after like during the tutorial. Like I could not get past like the first firefight of the tutorial, like in the story mode of Arma 3. That I'm just like, okay, I'm refunding this game. I had less than two hours in it, and like my computer still struggled to run it in the single player. So I'm like done 
so yeah, I keep going back to this game. I went back to to deceit, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with this. You know, if I wanted to try to do deceit, you know, more regularly this time around, and I, you know, it didn't really pass the test, you know. But then, you know, I was just kind of curious what your guys' thoughts were for you know games. When do you like uninstall? When do you stop playing? Uh, I guess you know it. It really depends on the game. Um, kind of like with this topic, uh, a lot of a lot of people that I've, a lot of people that I used to watch that did anime reviews, they said that pretty much the golden time is the three episode test for mm -hmm. shows, and I don't really know if there's like a hard and fast rule for games. It's like kind of that really ambiguous. Whenever you just stop having fun with it, and half yeah. the time I don't even consciously be like uninstall. You know, yeah. I, I'm, you know, I've, I've spent enough time in this game. I'm not playing this anymore. It's usually like, I'll start playing something else and I haven't picked up that game in a while. Then I need to uninstall something. So, mm -hmm. you know, I guess it gets to the point where I don't think to play it anymore, which for different games that can be 30 minutes and for other games that can be over a hundred hours. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know that's not really an answer, but. But it's I, I agree with you because there's a lot of games that I've spent a lot of time on and then I'm like close to the end or maybe even pretty at the end and then something else distracts me and then or another game and it distracts me to the point where I'm like, well, I, I'll come back to that eventually. There's a game um, Until Dawn is on mm -hmm. PlayStation 4 mm -hmm. and I'm playing and I, I got to a part in the game. It's like a storyline game, kind of like Indigo Prophecy. Uh, heavy rain whatever it may be and there came a part in the game where the whole game was like oh one of the people is the killer one of the people is the killer could be your friend i'm like oh boy i wonder who it could be and then the game i'm not gonna spoil it for anyone but the game took this weird turn and i'm like i'm out <laughs> i can't this is this is the dumbest twist i have ever seen in a game and i still have it still have yet to beat it uh yeah. but and I just gave up. I'm like, this is stupid, man. And there's, uh, and I'm sure we could have a topic about this about Fortnite uh, for a million years. I'm not a fan of that game. Um, I've had my friends trying, trying, trying so hard. Ned, you got to play this game. You got to play Fortnite. You got to play it more so that way you can get good. Great. But at the same time, I'm like, every time I try to so-called get good, someone is way gooder than I am, and I just lose all hope of getting good and i just i'm like i don't care anymore i really don't care yeah. i think my 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 way of calling it that is that i just lose care of whatever it is that i'm playing mm -hmm. right yeah. yeah i get that too like either like i said i either fade out or i have like one defining moment and honestly like i feel like i had a bit of that same reaction with you know slime rancher because i think i was streaming and I just kind of got, I was like, yeah, this is fun. This is fun. And I was like, kind of going down that hill. And I'm just like, I don't like this game anymore. And I literally switched the game midstream and I have not picked it up since. Mm -hmm. So it's, yep. you know, there's no predicting that moment, you know? <laughs> so. so I got a question because I don't know if you guys have ever been in the position of being like early on board with the game. So I'm talking about a game called Dirty Bomb real quick. Mm -hmm. I started as a Dirty Bomb streamer exclusively. And that lasted all of two months. That's how I met Wama Mouthy. That's how I met Proc. That's how I met a bunch of people that I started streaming with was we all played Dirty Bomb. 
Um, it's a first-person shooter, kind of in the vein of Overwatch. Different characters have different abilities, except this one has parkour. It's really fast. And so it's in beta or early access. Where am I at? I'm like, I feel like I'm kind of like out of my frame. Um, <clears throat> so what happened was for a while, like there were different um, – there. Throughout most of beta, there were three game modes. There's the casual. There's um, this uh, stopwatch, which is like who can, which team can complete the map fastest. And then there was execution, which is like your basic search and destroy. Well, they got rid of execution, and then they introduced a rank, which was just um, stopwatch. So they had two stopwatch modes and casual, and then they introduced a party system. All while they didn't really, or not a part, not necessarily, a, yeah, a party system where you could team up, where you can, you know, go in as a team of six and do a game. Um, and the, you know, they introduced a few new characters. They introduced right when I started playing. They introduced a, a sniper named Amy. They introduced later on a character named Turtle. He could put up a shield. There's a girl that could do or with a rocket launcher that you can control, called uh, Javelin. There was a new medic named. Uh, Guardian, she had a shield that would, like, protect you from, like, explosives and, like, things coming down from the sky. And then the last one they added was a guy named Hunter who had a uh, chargeable crossbow bolt that would, like, do a track. And I finally had to stop playing because of the way that they had set up the game. They got rid of the, – the game now has less, um, less game modes than when it started – in beta, you know, it's they're supposed to be going into release here, like 1.0 release soon. But they have less game modes, less content. They haven't added that many maps. They've added a couple of characters, and so I kind of got to the point in March, as like, why am I still playing this? Like, it is the, you know, there's not enough to do here. There's not the devs don't seem to be answering that question. Right. Mm -hmm. you know? And the devs yeah. have been incredibly nice to me. Like, they, the mm -hmm. devs, uh, they gave me, when they introduced, like, a, uh, they did a Melee skin event, they gave me a skin to give away on my channel. Um, That's cool. Yeah. They, so they've been incredibly nice to me. I just can't play the game anymore because it's boring. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so I was kind of curious if you guys have had anything like that. Like, I have 600 hours in that game. I have a lot of time in, in <laughs> Dirty Bomb. Um, I've been playing it since... 2015 yeah i have 500 586 hours in that game there were weekends where that would be all i did if i didn't have homework i was playing dirty bomb um, sounded like your jam it was yeah and so i mean i still love the game i i think it's a great game um the only game that tops out on that uh is a game called insurgency um no actually i i have I have almost 500 hours in Insurgency because I started playing that in 20, uh, 2014. Um, <laughs> which I'm looking forward to. There's supposed to be a sequel to that game. I'll probably talk about the sequel uh, when it comes out. But yeah, no, I was just kind of curious. Have you guys ever had like a situation like that where if you, you have been dedicated to a game? You've been dedicated. That was an de open development game. That was like a game as a service sort of thing. Free to play. You know, I put a little bit of money into it. Not much. Uh, you know, I bought a character and I bought some skins. That was about it. Mm -hmm. But have you ever had a situation like that where, like, where do you kind of draw the line when 
when you feel like the devs aren't taking the game in a way that you want it to go? Um, well, I do kind of feel like I, I personally haven't had um, an experience like that because a lot of the games I play are, are pretty established. Um, I'm just kind of now getting into like indie games and like I've never really had a relationship with the devs or, you know, kind of spoken with any dev like for most of the games I've played, like I've spoken with some of the devs for Kingdom Come Deliverance, but that's a little different. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, it kind of also just boils down to, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's really hard because, you know, I don't know, like, uh, did you, like, did you, did you know the dev like personally or did no, you? Um... This was a UK based um, developer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I talked to them. I talked to him in a couple different times, you know, I, the, the main, the community manager, his name is Shu, and that's his online persona. So I just sent him a message in discord. You know, I got Twitch skins. They, they did announce like as a, as a kind of a promotion to do, you know, help promote streaming on the streaming the game because there wasn't anyone really streaming the game. Um, right. It's more of a European game, but there wasn't really that many North American debt, uh, players, uh, right. streaming. I think when I was starting out, there was maybe 30, um 30 viewers a night mm -hmm. um which i would probably take 10 <laughs> yeah on a good night i would i would i would hold maybe a third of the you know depending on who all was playing you know if it's somebody like stupid or mouthy or someone they would usually pull more but mm -hmm. um well uh you know i guess it's it's just one of those situations where Obviously, the devs were trying to kind of get some traction with the game by kind of wanting it to be streamed on Twitch. But, you know, if they're not really, you know, you can't really, like, halfway do something. Like, they either can listen, like, they can help and give you stuff, but mm -hmm. you also are kind of offering up either feedback or, like, hey, maybe we should do this or add this or why aren't you changing this thing that everyone's complaining about? You know, then that's kind of gotten to the point where it's, it's so hard to explain because like, I don't want to, I don't want to like smash any game dev because, you know, I know it's like a definitely kind of a difficult thing to, you know, weigh everything. But when you're losing people because you're not listening to your target audience, then that's, you know, kind of a deeper problem. And then, you know, it's fair that people are not going to want to play the game anymore because they're not going to be having fun. And, um, you know, I guess it's just, like, like I said, it just kind of boils down because, you know, a lot of things, going through game devs minds are you know like are the numbers and are like the target audience and how many you know units they can sell or how many people are playing the game but you know if they're kind of forgetting the core relationship that they have with their audience then what's the point yeah um so that's i think a fault on their end um yeah. and i wish i could share numbers unfortunately steam spy i was following numbers for a while for this game um mm -hmm. around the time i quit they had less than a thousand concurrence um playing right uh, a day which is fine for that game i mean it led to a lot of a lot of you know seeing the same people and uh there's a lot of toxicity there is a reason that mama mouthy doesn't play the game anymore right um, so it's it's led to harassment and, and stuff like that so it, you can't avoid it because there's not enough players um so yeah there's some issues with that uh i wish i could talk about numbers but steam spy doesn't have uh, I have to pay for Steam Spy. <laughs> so, right. Uh, yeah. 
Well, it's also kind of like, um, this is like slightly off topic, but you know, there's like a lot of indie game devs out there that are kind of using Kickstarter to kind of support their own projects. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when you are, you know, obviously they're not like Fortnite, they're not like PUBG because I didn't really, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't know anything about Dirty you know, so obviously they are in that kind of starting area where they really need to be listening to their target audience and li- like making changes based on what they want. And obviously you don't want to like form your game into something that isn't your game anymore. <laughs> um, but, you know, a lot of um, small game devs are having issues like on Kickstarter because, you know, when people are like putting money into a smaller project, like you know, you could have easily gone and dumped your money into getting new Fortnite skins or whatever, right? But you right, didn't. Overwatch, yeah. Overwatch was the game. Overwatch. Time. Yeah, so it's, you know, I, I do feel like they're, you know, that that's, I think, one reason why people, that you know, that would be a reason for me if I'm, like, personally kind of talking with and supporting a game, you know, and kind of having a little bit more connection with a game dev, and they aren't, you know, kind of showing anything for it if that makes sense that would be one of the reasons i would drop the game that wouldn't have anything to do with gameplay because it's like why would you want to continue to support a project if they don't care about you so Mm -hmm. yeah i think i think there's a lot of reasons why people will stop playing a game and that would be one of the ones that kind of go into the this defining moment category instead of fading out so yeah yeah Yeah. i dig yep yeah, and I mean, this is also one of those situations, you know, we're kind of in a different era of gaming right now, right? You know, there used to be, you you got what was on the cartridge, right? Ned knows right. those days well. Uh, uh, very well. <laughs> um, but now we're kind of in this games as a living service, and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, digital games are, you know, obviously they can change whatever they want at any point in time. You know, they just have to run an, uh, an update. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patch what day one patch whatever it may be. Yeah, the, right. <laughs> you know, to the point where they can just ship an executable file on the disc and then uh, the next day uh, do a patch. Don't even get me. Don't even get me started on Dead Island. Mm-hmm. Oh my oh, god! I, I was referencing uh, the Tony Hawk, uh, <laughs> the, the most recent Activision. You know, like three years ago. Oh yeah. Oh. Um. But yeah, so I mean, that's also kind of like another thing where I'm kind of curious in seeing where people stand. It's like, at you know, at what point do the games as a service, when you stop playing like a, a game that is ever evolving, right? Right. You know, whatever uh, update comes out, you know, because they're, you know, to kind of go back to Dirty Bomb, there was an update. It was the Hunter update that they made changes to one character called Phantom who can go invisible. Most, I don't know many people that liked it. I think mm-hmm. I, I talked to maybe one or two people who enjoyed this update where this character could go complete, excuse me, could go completely invisible with no sound, no tell, nothing. So, like, a lot, and that was kind of around the time that I quit. After the hunt, after that, up, the Phantom and Hunter update, I kind of, I was kind of tired of some other things that they were doing, but. Um, you know, I feel like you could put that along, along with, like, MMOs, like World of Warcraft, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. there's, like, a new expansion that comes out every single year, and, like, what keeps bringing you back to that game? Is it the expansion? Is it the gameplay? What is it? Well, yeah. as as someone who has been playing WoW since mm-hmm. forever, you know... Yeah. You know, it, it, it all boils down to the experience. Like, right. I probably wouldn't continue to play it if it wasn't for the friends that I play it with, you know? Oh, yeah, but absolutely. also, like... You know, Blizzard is just known for having such a good relationship with their audience. 
-hmm. So, you know, that's definitely a perk for me. Yeah. Um, you know, but, you know, that's definitely interesting because, you know, there's the, like, you know, that, that may be a conversation for another time, but, you know, you know, talk, you know, cartridge days versus like the days of, you know, patches and updates and DLC, you know, making that so easy, you know, like, do you think that there is a point that, you know, people use or kind of use that to a fault where it's mm -hmm. like, um, you know, like, oh, well, you know, we have this product, it, it works, you know, right? Like, it's okay, but, you know, well, let's just ship it out and, you know, if it if it sucks, we'll just patch it or, you know, come out <laughs> with something, you know? And, yeah. you know, I've actually seen games where you get the game and on the inside of the cover, you know, there'll be like a code for like some free DLC. And it's like, if it's free DLC, why didn't you just put that in the game? Like, you know, mm -hmm. so... Um, I don't know. So I, ha I have feelings about DLC and some patches that I won't get into right now, but yeah, that could be I a whole nother podcast itself. That, that might be oh, something yeah. we might need to talk about. Um, when, when DLC is like, when you decide to buy DLC yeah. for right. a game, you know, do you buy DLC right away? Like I still haven't bought the expansions for Skyrim, you know? Right. That's, that's I mean, like I haven't really either, but it's, it's kind of the difference between, hey, I want a burger and I will pay extra to get bacon on it versus mm -hmm. I want a burger and mm -hmm. I have to pay extra to get the bun. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so it's like... Yeah. <laughs> uh. yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, do you guys have any other thoughts on this topic? Like, when do you drop a game or anything else? Well, kind of like I said, it, it, it all depends on like a number of different factors, but pretty much once I stop having an emotional connection either with the game itself, whether that be it's not fun for me or the game devs have kind of royally screwed up or the people I play it with don't play it anymore. You know, like I said, some games I only play because of the people that I play it with, you know, so it could be yeah. a number of different factors. But for me, it doesn't really boil down to an exact moment or time limit. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And lately for me, the same kind of thing. I mean, it could go into a matter of factors, but lately it's definitely been friends wanting to play certain games. And when they stop playing, I have a tendency to lose interest as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, we're going to do something a little new here, if you guys don't mind changing topics real quick. Um, I, I, just found, I just found an article, some things that are going on sale that I would like to mention. And uh, if you guys don't mind, we'll just kind of wrap it up here because we are uh, running – Close to time. So from GameSpot, uh, this week's best uh, Xbox, One game, Xbox One game deals on the Microsoft Store. And we'll all kind of run through the list and uh, we'll, kind of, um, we'll kind of give a thumbs up or thumbs down individually. I just bought gold again today, so I'm excited to hear them. All right. <laughs> so Dishonored Definitive Edition, $10. Damn, I remember selling that game when I worked at GameStop for a full 60. <laughs> good I, times. I've played Dishonored. I will say this is good if you like um, if you like sneaky games, if you if you like steampunk, good game. Mm, um, okay. So $10. And then Dishonored 2 is on there as well. And then, oh, no, there's three Dishonored titles. Dishonored 2 and then Dishonored Death of the Outsider for $20. <laughs> Dishonored 2 and Death of the Outsider, both $20, and Definitive Edition for Dishonored 1 is $10. Um, 
But do you guys have any opinions on Dishonored? Have you played it at all? Tried it out? Uh, I have not played it. I'm actually looking at it on Steam right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's is... also $10 <laughs> on there. I, you, you said uh, the Microsoft Store. I guess it would be about the same one. Yeah, it's the Xbox Microsoft Store. Yeah, I mean, PC uh, Master Race over here. So... Yeah. Um... <laughs> but, you know, uh, if, if anyone is interested God. in Xbox. Um... I haven't personally played it, but I've never heard really bad about it. Yeah, I've played it. I can't get into it myself, but I know that, you know, it, it plays well. It's definitely a full product. It's, it, it's just not for me, mm-hmm. but I see the value in it. And I would I would say that they're that they're good purchases for ten dollars um, on Xbox one. I think that's a pretty good deal. You know, you're not yeah, going to get the deep discounts cool. like you can on PC because there are just times when devs don't care about what goes on the price on PC. Um doom i'm assuming this is the 2016 uh, it's 15 dollars. oh my god i love doom. that game yes okay so that's yeah. uh i haven't played doom but i'm gonna i i for the love of god not 2016 i haven't played the 2016 version that's what i'm saying no go, go play it now <laughs> jesus beautiful and bloody and gory and God, <laughs> so good, man. I I have played that game multiple times, and that I, is one that I've only played on Xbox. Oh God, it's so good, man. So good, and even better when you, especially on PC, I would imagine the snap map feature. Yeah. Um, people build their own maps and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It just leaves so much for open, open ended possibilities. Yeah, just so good. Mm-hmm. I love that game. Um, Elder Scrolls Online for ten dollars, and then the Somerset expansion is thirty dollars. Um, um, I say you don't need the expansion. There's a lot of story. There's a lot of content. It gets repetitive, but ten. I mean, you're gonna get a lot of entertainment out of Elder Scrolls Online for ten dollars. That's what I paid. For I don't it. know. I, I don't know if I, I'm gonna go for that. Honestly, I I've just never been interested in Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. Um. Like, even if someone gifted it to me, I, unless they're like, I will play this with you, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't pick it up because I've said this before. Skyrim is my get away from people game. Yeah. If I want to mm-hmm. converse with people, kind of, I'll go to World of Warcraft. So, okay. um, but I actually do have all the pop figures from ESO. <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> but, um, speaking of Skyrim, special edition is $20 on Xbox One. Uh, yes. If you, if you yeah. haven't already played it, if you already don't have it, probably be a good time to pick it up i mean i um i picked up the special edition um just a couple weeks ago because i'd been playing off of a a copy from my ex-boyfriend uh Mm -hmm. uh, his library (laughs) and i wanted my (laughs) own i was about to snip that uh steam connection (laughs) (laughs) um so got my own copy so definitely for for that much yes Mm -hmm. um i did see that um i don't know if this is actually still on sale but i picked up um lord of the rings um oh what is it shadow called? of mordor or shadow, shadow of yeah shadow of war mm-hmm. the special edition was i think like 25 dollars, and i think it normally goes for like 90 mm-hmm. um and i picked that up just like last week um on steam so i don't know if anyone else has played that game but you put you put middle earth or lord of the rings on something i'm probably gonna buy it so <laughs> good girl um Next two games, there's Escapist, which is five dollars, and the Escapist two for twelve. Um, I have I remember watching somebody play the Escapist, a uh, YouTuber by the name of Generic B. It's uh, mm-hmm. like a prison escape game, like you're stuck in a um, 
you know, you're a prisoner, so you're trying, like, doing the whole prison, you know, you got to go and do your job, go eat, and then go back. But the entire time, like, you're trying to get tools so you can escape out of the prison and, like, dig tunnels and stuff like that. And there's just, you know, more and more complex, you know, prisons that have, like, oh, this one has, like, barbed wire and whatever. So if that's something you're interested in, it's done, like, a uh, top-down 8-bit style. Mm-hmm. I think it'd probably be worth it. I I, I really enjoyed somebody watching somebody play it. Uh, Generic B was really entertaining to watch. Um, yeah, have you guys have you guys played this? I don't. This is on Xbox One, but I know it's on a lot of a lot of um, platforms. I don't even want to say it's like on tablets. Um, uh, I have not played it. I haven't either. Uh, Evil Within Two, twenty four dollars on Xbox One. Awesome. Scary as balls, but wonderful. Okay. So is that a thumbs well, up made, for you? Yeah, I would say thumbs up. I mean, it's made by the same guy, Shinji Mikami, who made Resident Evil, and he just has a certain style about him. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, it, it definitely <laughs> showcases an evil within two. I'm looking on this games on sale on Steam right now, mm-hmm. and there's this one for uh, 50 cents mm-hmm. uh, called Etchy Puzzle. <laughs> okay. Just sorry, but I I had to share that. So. All right. No, that's good. That's fun. <laughs> it's a it's a slider puzzle. Um, in the different. <laughs> I'll try it. Yeah, fifty fifty nine cents, people. <laughs> yeah, jump change. I can get like a a one quick turn at the grocery store and the Reese's Pieces machine for that. <laughs> Pretty good. Um. Fallout 4, and then the Game of the Year edition. Uh, the regular edition is $15 and $30. What do you guys say? Thumbs up or thumbs down? I've never personally played Fallout, but I, mm-hmm. I've only heard really good things about it. And I have three, and I was supposed to play it, but I never did. Um, and I feel bad, because it's my type of game. First off, yeah, you should definitely play Fallout 3. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't played it, but I actually did pick those up like yeah. recently so my one of my favorite games is fallout new vegas um i will say fallout 4 for 15 bucks on xbox one yeah why not 15 yeah. bucks game of the year edition i don't know if i would spend the spend it on the game of the year edition i don't know what's all included um mm-hmm. and then uh overcooked $6. oh my god i love that game man <laughs> it's so, so we got a definite fun. thumbs up uh it's it's just and you have to play it with friends if you don't play it with friends it's boring as hell but yeah, if I have, have not played it. <laughs> oh, it, and if you can somehow, it's it's a couch co-op game. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, obviously, encouraged to sit with all your friends and play. But you're working together to serve people in, in in a kitchen, and you and there's sometimes different things that could happen in the kitchen during that time. Like, sure, one person has to get the onions, chop up the onions, put it in the pot, and serve it on the plate, and then you also have to clean the dishes. But if you have four people doing that. But at the same time, you're on a boat where the entire kitchen shifts to the left and then everyone has to change their jobs. And it's like, it's pandemonium and I end up screaming and annoying my neighbors more than anything. That's hilarious. Oh my God. Oh God, it's, it's so oh, much fun. I can just Definitely imagine, I can just imagine your neighbors just hearing a mm. Oh man, just mm. lots of, lots of hilarity. Hilarity, nice. hilarity would ensue, absolutely. <laughs> um, Prey, $15. Uh, this is kind of a scary game. It's a, a lot of these are Bethesda games, if you guys didn't notice. So Bethesda just doing some sort of sale. 
uh, Prey, it's like a first-person shooter. I think you're stuck on a spaceship with creatures that can look like any sort of object. Um, yep. <clears throat> have you played it? I remember selling it. Remember That's selling all I remember. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of people were disappointed about the first Prey. Mm. That's all I remember. Okay. So, what do you think? Like a middle, maybe kind of leaning towards the bottom. Maybe it's worth. Maybe it's worth a shot. I heard maybe. pray, pray two. If it's out even yet, I heard it's going to be a vast improvement okay. over the original. So there's Wolfenstein: The New Order, um, awesome. and Wolfenstein Two: The New Colossus. So Ooh. New Order is ten. New Colossus is twenty four. Um, Remember when those were so expensive? Yeah. Yeah. So those are on sale. I I would say if you like Doom, if you like any sort of like classic first person shooter, probably pick these up. Um, Absolutely. Probably New Order first and see if you really enjoy it, and because you're gonna need to know the story for New Colossus, I'm assuming. Um, Yoku's Island Express. I have no idea what this is. Sixteen bucks for Xbox One. No idea. Mm -mm. Um, let me even look and see what it is. Yoku's Island Express. <laughs> Platforming pinball adventure video game. Um, it's on the Switch. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, I can get me at it. Okay. Yeah, there's not a lot on it that I'm, I mean, I'm seeing it like on Steam and stuff, but unique blend of pinball platforming. Mechanics, perform open-world exploration, unlock the secrets of Mokumana Island, help the locals awaken the ancient deities, and much more in this amazing new tropical adventure. It looks pretty. It looks cute. Sounds um, tropical, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're looking for something like that, that you know, something kind of cute with pinball mechanics, that might be it. Um, and then ukulele. <laughs> Did you developed by some former rare people that was originally supposed to feature the voice of John Tron, but then he decided to say that immigration is is, is weird, and then he uh, was <laughs> denied being the voiceover in that game. If you yeah. like Banjo Kazooie and those old collectathon games, that one fits you. Mm. So that's thirteen dollars on Xbox One. Am I gonna? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, if you like the old Nintendo 64 collectathons and maybe like Crash Bandicoot, you'd probably mm -hmm. like that one. Okay. Cool. Uh, do you have anything on that spec? Anything on ukulele? Uh, I I know nothing really about it, so. Neither do I. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that I think, unless you guys had anything else we want to talk about, we're getting on about an hour and a half here, so about our time limit. Anything else, guys? No, I'm, I'm pretty much good. All right, I, I bet guess... I have to throw my laundry into the dryer now. All right, so let's uh, go ahead. We'll just do some shameless plugging. We'll start with Ned. Ned, where can people find you, and what are they going to find there? What are they going to find there? Well, let me tell. <laughs> uh, no, not really. Um, you can find me on, on air on rock108.com if you are not in the eastern Iowa area. Rock108.com. You can also find me on Facebook, Ned Rock 108, Twitch and Instagram and Twitter, Ned on Air. And what you're going to find on my Twitch channel is a lot of more old school stuff. And then every single other Sunday on Rock 108's Facebook page, I do a thing called Sunday Streaming, where I stream old school, new school games. And you can go there and enjoy and we chat and we have a fun time. 
Cool. Awesome. Also on uh, YouTube, you can find all my interviews I do with bands. Those are always fun. The most recent bands I interviewed were Collective Soul and Three Doors Down. You know, the uh, picture I used to promote the podcast on my Instagram today was uh, one of you with the Five Figure Death Punch guys. I know, you're strangling me. That was (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Um, Yeah, Spec, what's coming up uh, and where can people find you? Um, Okay, so obviously I am on Twitch at, uh, well, twitch.tv slash Spectissa. Um, On Instagram at Spec underscore Tissa. And Twitter, YouTube is still just Spectissa. And for all my art, game dev projects, and cosplay builds, you can go to my website, spectissa.com. And I also have all my commission information and pretty much what I'm currently working on. So I'm trying to update uh, that as I go with my game dev projects. And I'm going to be probably streaming here in a little bit after we get off podcasts because I normally stream on Tuesday nights. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I do I do things. RPG. Art. Yes. I do. <laughs> well, you guys can find me on this channel right here. So if you haven't, hit that follow. I know Twitch redesigned some stuff today, so if you can't find it look harder um <laughs> you can find me on instagram danny k uh spelled the same way um let's see what else was i thinking of uh twitter we do have a twitter for the show it's also kind of like my oh, sort of official twitter for the channel even though i don't use it much it's at ntn pod um on twitter uh discord you can get that information down below down below um, we do have a YouTube channel for this. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that yet, or if you guys need links, let me know. Send me a message. I'll send links out. Um, and we're also on Apple. And supposedly we're on Android, but I haven't gotten anyone to find it for me yet. So um, that's all that stuff. Go subscribe to the podcast and in all those areas. You guys have anything else? I'm gonna no. go ahead. We're going to go ahead and raid somebody. No, uh, I'm good to go. I'm good, man. All right, guys, thank you for watching, and we will talk to you later.